0: The following podcast may contain themes and references not suitable for young people and may also contain themes and references that might be offensive to some listeners. Be advised that no ill will has been intended in recording this episode and it has been done so purely for entertainment purposes. If you have any concerns or complaints about what is discussed in the following episode, please contact us. Listener discretion is advised. (coughs) It's time to frock up, put on the sequence, and say guten tag from Tel Aviv. We bring you Australia's only Eurovision podcast, Eurovision. Direct from the Eurovision capital of Australia, in Invercargill. Now, here's your host, Ben Novotova. Yes, welcome back everybody to Eurovision. I'm loving the new intro. It's not really a new intro, it's just a couple of words that have changed. But I'm loving it and I'm loving being back for our middle episode for 2019 it is our predictions episode as we move, of course, into the grand final happening. At least at the time of recording this in less than 24 hours' time. If you're listening to this, it'll be even closer. But of course, we've had our two semi finals. We know our 26 finalists. There's been some shocks, there's been some not shocks. There's also been the greatness that is San Marino making it through to the final. Get on board, everybody. The hype train is there. And it's a very exciting time to be a Eurovision fan. Of course, my name is Ben, and I'm joined by the number one and number one B experts when it comes to Eurovision in all of the world. From Emu Plains, Mr. Jared Lubick. Jared,
1: welcome back to Eurovision. Thank you. It's so good to be back. (laughs) Um, Oh, wow. Eurovision got a promotion there. It (laughs) did. Yeah, it's great to be back. They've been such good semis. Um, I think everything is so uh, up in the air and to play for in this final. So I'm, I'm really excited for tomorrow. I'm just forgetting the name of our podcast. It's
0: fine. Just We'll just pretend we are the Eurovision podcast, the official one. Uh, also joining us all the way direct from the beautiful state of Victoria in Australia, it's Mr Alex Morella. Alex, oh, welcome back to the program. Thank you, and pleasure to be back. Looking forward to what should be an interesting final. It should be a very interesting final because uh, we had a couple of interesting semi-finals. Um, lots of great performances, lots of bad performances, uh, lots of everything else in between. Uh, I'll start with you, Jared. Uh, your take on the semis? Did you have a favourite semi? Uh, any just grand thoughts in in compar- comparing the two of them as we look forward to sort of looking at them a little bit closer in just a moment
1: um no i think they were both really good um semi-final one i kind of loved for the fact that it had those weird and crazy acts but then i think semi semi-final two was very um tense with like the revealing of, of who got through because there were so many strong uh, songs i feel like in that second semi-final
0: mm, yeah the second semi-final definitely was that heavyweight one that we talked about the other day alex um did you have any just overall thoughts on on both the semi-finals
2: um, probably the same thing in that, yeah, the first one was more out there and probably was more interesting for that reason. But then the second one was so stacked that you were, you weren't really sure what was going to happen. I, I did think, watching you the first one, there were a couple of acts that were just really not good. And that kind of made it interesting then. Cause I really thought, all right, one of these crap ones
0: is going to get through somewhere. This, this is going <laughs> to slip through. This wouldn't happen in semi-final two. Don't say Sam Marino. I thought you were about to say Sam Marino, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. We could talk about that for a long time. Oh, my God. Well, but I think we will. That's all right. Because just- <laughs> <laughs> it's so exciting, that the fact that Sir Hart is through. And I'll be honest with you, I was at work sort of just tuning into the closing moments of it. And I think I literally tuned in just as San Marino were performing. And... <laughs> I had to say, I think I tweeted out saying, like, oh, just vote for this guy for, for performance alone. He's trying his best. Like, he just, he looks like a robot on the stage. They had robots last year, didn't they? So, I mean, this year he was kind of just like the way he was moving. And I'm like, oh, he's like about 80 or something like that, but he's just giving everything he can. And the fact that they made it through, like, oh, it was so good. Uh, you see, he's Sir Hat now, the king of San
1: Marino, Jared, he's not even from San Marino. Yeah, he's probably been inducted into their Hall of Fame uh, along with Valentina, the two people um, who have ever done something for the country. Uh, yeah, the fact that he's not even from there, um, clearly he's polling on the, the Turkish vote um, for everybody who's annoyed that Turkey's not in Eurovision anymore. This was their uh, option to vote for and they went with it.
0: Do, do you think the fact that he went last gave him a little bit of an edge? I mean, do you feel if he had gone first, he, he would have made it? Or is it just a case of, kind of as Alex was saying, that there's a lot more sort of of songs in the first one so there was bound
1: to be one or two that snuck through um i think no i think it probably did help going last um i don't know it to me it caught me so off guard it wasn't even like on my radar i'm looking at the country's left and thinking who's going to go through and then as soon as they called i was like this is just amazing <laughs> now everything like is completely <laughs> up in the air for these last remaining spots after him
0: Oh, it's so incredible, Alex. What what was your take? Were you watching this live when this was all happening?
2: I was watching it, no, nah, probably a couple of hours afterwards. Um hadn't heard anything though. So, it was kind of just like nonchalantly kind of looking at it going, "Yep, yep, yep, seems about normal so far." And then just had to do this very big double take. I was like, "They just they didn't just say San Marino, did they? That <laughs> they picked San Marino." So, I was um I was shocked, but you know it's a good result for them, and it's always nice to have them in the final. So, um, was very surprised, but um, given some of the other acts, you know, wasn't wasn't shocked.
0: Just while we're at the on, end, just while we're on semi-final one, I'll go over who made it through from that semi-final. So, Cyprus, Slovenia, Czech Republic, Belarus, Serbia, Australia. We'll talk about them, of course, very soon. Iceland made it through. Estonia. Greece and San Marino, so missing out. Montenegro, not a surprise there. Uh, Finland, oh, sad. Poor Darude. Poland, yeah, well, they're out of tune as we thought they would be. Hungary, uh, Belgium, Georgia and Portugal, which that seemed to be the shocking one. A lot of the, the social media backlash was against Portugal not making it. And, of course, uh, Sam Marino making it. A lot of people not happy with that one. Jared, I saw from uh, you as well, you didn't seem too happy. I mean, you were on the Portugal bandwagon. Or you at least thought they would have made it. That was probably the biggest shock, would you say, from the first semifinal?
1: Yeah, I think so. I, like, didn't know kind of how it was going to go, but I thought the staging for that was just really interesting. If anything, it was the act that I was most awake for, just kind of felt every moment there was something kind of different going on. Um In a way, I don't think the, like, camera work did any favours. They had so many wide shots in that, and I'm like, this is, like, two people dancing on stage in the middle, like, this wide shot's not doing anything for them, and there were a lot of them. Um, But to me, that was kind of the biggest snub, and I would have liked to see that go through over something like um, Slovenia.
0: they've definitely slipped back into their uh, form guide. We talked about this in the preview episode, of course, um, that... They won it in two thousand and seventeen. Last last year, didn't make the final this year, and uh, kind of got to go back to twenty ten when they last made the final outside of two thousand and seventeen. So um, bad luck there, Portugal. Um, Alex, was there any for you um, that we sort of that you were the most shocked about or disappointed with in terms of you know was it Portugal for you? Um, probably, I think I was just disappointed in
2: general with Belgium. I thought like their song, the recording of it sounded really good. But, I thought live it just did not work at all. and And the guy really struggled to to make it seem interesting and exciting. Um, and I thought Montenegro was just as awful as we were expecting it to be. and some of the choreography between the six of them was just so cringeworthy. it was it was awful.
0: yeah, I. I really would like to. I really hope one day I can attend Eurovision, and I really hope it can be done as media because there has to be the questions asked. Like, are are you guys actually serious in sending this to the competition? Like, is this the actual best you have to send to Eurovision? Um, I mean, we could have said the same thing a few years ago with Isaiah, but hey, look, um, we still got a top ten apparently. Uh, So yeah, that's it's interesting to see that Uh, the second semi-final. I'll be honest, I didn't actually get to see any of this one live. I kind of caught the highlights though. Um, But making it through from this one, uh, in this very stacked one, obviously a lot of the favourites in this one, Switzerland, who are... Getting a lot, of, um, a lot of love after this performance, too. We'll talk about that. Denmark, Sweden, uh, not a surprise there. Malta, Russia, Albania, Norway, who um, I started following on social media after you sh- shared that uh, video with us the other day. Jared of the Australian election, little thing, and they seem very excitable out there on social media. I like them. Uh, the Dutch, Netherlands, uh, North Macedonia and Azerbaijan missing out, Armenia. Ireland, vindication for 12 months ago. Uh, Moldova, Latvia, Romania, Austria, Croatia, And Lithuania. Um, From what I saw, I will say the Dutch performance was better than I was thinking it would be. Having said that, it's still a man at a piano, but it's a... Very passionate man at a piano. Um, That was maybe the one that I liked seeing. I I, I enjoyed... I mean, Switzerland was one of my favourite songs, so from what I saw of that, that definitely is deserving the love it's getting uh, as well. Sweden probably, for me, dropped down a little bit. I don't know if that was as good as I was thinking it would be, but it's still up there. But, uh, yeah, let's start with you with this one, Alex. Semi-final two. uh, Any shocks there? Um, Your thoughts overall on how the countries are that went through?
2: Um... I can't really say I'm shocked. I guess with who went through, I think most of it was was pretty much spot on. You looked at how many of the strong favourites were in that one, and I don't think anyone who was who was really well backed was was missing out. Um, I kind of agree with Netherlands, where I'm like, it was good. I, I can see the jury's really liking it. I think the public will like it. Um, I still don't love it as much personally. But, yeah, no, I think there were just a lot of really good songs to enjoy in that one as well. Like I said, Switzerland I thought was really enjoyable. I really enjoyed Norway. I, I really liked what they've been doing. Um, there's a lot of the stronger ones from that one, so I think they'll feature a lot higher.
0: What wasn't sure about our man Sergey Lazarev and his box performance. Um, I don't know. I, I, I miss his song from a few years ago. He's trying too hard to replicate it. It's just not the same, I think. Um, Jared, semi-final
1: two. I think they were all good choices that went through. I think, if anything, the kind of borderline countries in my mind were Romania and Armenia from that. Um, And it's interesting that we don't have either Moldova or Romania going through, but I'm happy that um, complete copy sand artists from Moldova didn't get through. I'm glad... um, Televoters weren't swayed by that gimmick.
0: Mm, mm, yeah. Indeed. Um. I, I guess kind of we'll, we'll look at sort of the favourites leading into the finals, give our predictions, and kind of just um sort of have a look at Australia in just a moment. But out of both the semi-finals, was was there I guess one performance that stood out the most for you in terms of it it improved so much in a live version compared to what the rehearsal showed or what we'd heard at least through the songs themselves.
1: Jared, was, it, was there particularly one for you at all? Um, I think the Czech Republic performance was really good. I think it was already a good song, um, but I could kind of see it going either way, and I thought their performance was amazing uh, in semi-final one. Um, other than that, I think in semi-final two, probably North Macedonia, because um, that was something that I thought, mm, is this going to go through or not? And I thought her performance and staging was just kind of the best it could possibly be for that song. So I think she did really well. Alex?
2: Yeah, I think Jared hit the nail on the head with Czech Republic. It's one I wasn't really sure about beforehand how it would kind of be received, but they were really fun and exciting, and I really enjoyed their performance a lot. Um, from the second one, I think like I always knew Norway was going to hopefully be good, but I thought it was it was a lot better than I was actually anticipating, and the way it all went together. So I was I really enjoyed that.
0: I think we need to talk a little bit about Australia here, uh, Kate Miller-High um because I think if we look at the odds in just a second, the ones that have really vaulted up a lot. Uh, Switzerland and Australia uh, because right now we can say and we'll talk about this a little bit more in a moment that Australia is currently sitting in second favourite right now which I feel this is very similar to 2016 going into the finals that once the performance happened that Australia really kind of moved up and I I absolutely love the performance. I think it was fantastic. This song has just grown on me so much and i mean out of all the performances you've got to say it's probably the most unique performance the most sort of unique staging and it kind of really fits with the song and judging on reading a few interviews with kind of some of the production people in the lead up to this they, they definitely changed this up for eurovision uh that they were not going to go with this they sort of were going to stick with something similar to what they had during the australia decides but it seems like this is working for them and it's getting a lot of love out there um could this be it? Could this be the year, Alex, uh, that we do it? Because we're in with a very good shot of winning this uh, tomorrow.
2: I mean, it would be wonderful. Um, she deserves, Kate Milohaki deserves a lot of credit. It, it's been really well done, and I don't know how you could sing that well while kind of swinging from side to side as high as she is in this performance. It's it's very impressive. I I don't know if we can win it purely because I'm very sceptical of of the public vote of Europe after the last couple of years. So I'm, I'm very hopeful, but I'm certainly looking at it from a, uh, a voting point of view. I'm still worried that Europe aren't going to show us much love. Bloody
1: Europe. Jared. Yeah, I think this is amazing. I do think the bookies have put it kind of a fair bit too high. Um, I think it's deserving of a second place finish, even, even winning the whole thing. Um, do I see that happening? Probably not. Um, In some ways, with the performance, I want to see the crowd more in her performance, just for, like, one bit. I understand that they they almost are trying to make it look like she's not even on stage and kind of hide away the pole, Um, but the crowd sounded like it was going, like, absolutely off in that arena, so I kind of would have liked to see a crowd shot at some point. Um, And I will also say that our, like, little recap for Australia was terrible. (laughs) Like, the part of the song that they picked, I was like, are you... Honestly, not picking like that high note and then something either side of it. And they just picked this random bland bit, which I thought was so bad. So I'm hoping for like the final, they get like the recap bit, right? Because if I'm somebody who like wasn't watching that performance or comes in late and then sees like that recap, I would not be voting... For the song based
0: on that have to ask the question because again I watch it through YouTube so I don't get the uh, wonderful Australian commentary did either of you happen to see the SBS one how were Joel and miff any any miff ups that were happening was Joel behaving himself I just I just need to know
1: uh, so I only watched the YouTube coverage this year. so I have no idea
2: <laughs> That's- I watch you I watch YouTube but I've seen um, I saw I think about five minutes last night on SBS. <laughs> Um, where it was basically Miff interviewing Norway, um, which was a little bit awkward. Um, and then the Norway and Netherlands tracks, and and that was about it. Wow. Um, Joel made a couple of like corny jokes and things like that, and they kind of were like, oh, oh, Netherlands, you know, it was nice, oh, but, you know, oh, it's more of a radio song than a live song. And I don't, I don't know, they were trying to put the Netherlands
0: down a little bit so that we don't vote for it. It's interesting um, that it seems to be the trend now that a lot of Australians tuning into YouTube, uh, not watching SBS. (laughs) I wonder why that is. And his name is Joel Creasy. Um... Just the the odds, and we'll get into our predictions uh, with this as well. Um, so, And also, we'll have a bit of a look at how the, the draws played out in terms of the order that uh, we will be performing, the songs that will be performed. So currently, the top 10, and this, of course, is according to EurovisionWorld.com, our good friends over there, who provide us with some good little odds and stats over the years. So 10th right now, Norway is sitting in uh, there with a 2% chance of winning according to these odds. France in night, still obviously... We're going to see our big six songs. Um, We've got two of our big six uh, sitting in the top ten right now. Um, Big five, I should say. Of course, uh, Israel's included in that as a host, and they're not any chance of winning, let's be honest. Uh, Azerbaijan sitting in eight. Iceland, seventh. Oh, they should be higher than that. Come on. Russia, 6th. They've fallen down a little bit in the last few days. Italy in 5th. They've moved up a little bit. Sweden dropped down to 4th. Switzerland, one of the big movers. They're up into third favoritism right now with a 7% chance of winning. Australia, other big mover. They're up into second, 12% chance of winning. But the Dutch still haven't moved from that top spot. I don't think they've moved from that top spot since January. 47% chance of winning. Now, this is a lot wider gap between 1st and 2nd than last year. Uh, I believe... Wago was a favourite heading into the final, and it was only very um, slightly ahead of Toy. But 47% chance, is is that fair? I mean, I feel as though it's, it's getting a lot of love. It's gotten a lot of love. But going into this final, would would we think that Netherlands is this strong of a chance of winning the thing? Obviously, we're going to hear our winners' predictions very shortly. I'll start with you, Jared. Do you think Netherlands is this locked in to win right now? Or is there any challenges that you think can take it on for the win?
1: I don't think it's this lock in to win. To me, this is like the most open final that I think I've ever watched. Um, and I think even doing my predictions, it was really hard to kind of place countries and figure out how they would go. Um, I think 47% is a bit high. I think last year, I suppose, the kind of second place ended up winning according to the odds. But I feel like last year was a lot more clear cut than, than this is. Um, so I think, yeah, I think that's way too high. Um, maybe like a 30% chance is more reasonable, but I still think things could go either way. Cause I don't think that performance was, um, it was good, but it wasn't something that was, I didn't get like amazing, like winner vibes when I watched it, which I have from kind of other years that you watch the winning act and like you, you can just tell, mm. whereas this is not, it doesn't have that, that effect when you watch it.
0: I, I like to sometimes look at it too as, um, because as soon as a song wins, you know, they obviously come out and perform it again. And it kind of, it it, it is a song that sticks to that year's Eurovision. And I, I kind of, you hear a song and you kind of think to yourself, is this a song in 12 months time? We're going to look back and go, oh, called cool, winner. Yep, like straight away, you can tell that's going to be a winning song. And I can sort of hear it with the Netherlands, but it's not necessarily one that stands out. Like Toy Last Year and Fuego were two songs that you straight away were like, yeah, absolutely. This could be the easy one that you're going to hear all the time. Um, I mean realistically the only one in the last few years that I think kind of didn't was when Ukraine won it in twenty six and I still can't remember what that song was. Um Jared uh, sorry Alex, do you do you feel that it's it's that fair that it's this far ahead supposedly in the odds to win
2: from a personal perspective it it surprises me massively. I, I do think it's a good song, it's well done, but it that's so much. That's almost been like, you know, we may as well stop the contest like this is gonna this is nearly a dead cert. Like if if you're looking at odds, like you know, if a horse had those odds, he'd be like, yeah, he's winning the race. There's not much of a a challenge in this, so it's it's crazy, kind of how much I think it's got. I I I don't think it seems right, but it's definitely thrown
0: me with my predictions a lot more. Going like, geez, they really, 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 really think this is going to win. I'm just looking though. They've got a poll, a fan poll on EurovisionWorld.com. And it's similarish, but slightly. Australia is only in 11th on this fan poll, which kind of goes into what you both were saying about, you know, will the voting public sort of feel the same love for the song. But 10th is Azerbaijan, 9th Norway, Greece 8th, France 7th, Switzerland 6th, Iceland 5th, Italy 4th, Sweden 3rd, Russia 2nd, Netherlands 1st, but they've got a 20% chance, according to the fan poll, where Russia sits on 7%, so a little less odds. But maybe to discredit slightly this fan poll, uh, Israel's in 15th. So, um, and let me guess, the United Kingdom is not last. So, and the Czech Republic's last, according to this list. So, there you go. That's, that's quite low. Um, so, just also the order. It's, that also plays a, a bit of a factor into voting and sort of remaining in the uh, prominence of people's minds as they go into vote. So, just looking at the big guns, the Dutch uh smack bang in the middle. They're 12th. Australia, we've drawn second last, which, if I'm not mistaken, is that the latest we've ever performed? Uh, I'm not too sure. Um, Sweden, they will perform ninth. Um, Italy will perform 22nd. Switzerland uh, also have quite a late one in 24th. Spain, uh, one of my personal favourites, 26th there, so they will be last, and performing first will be Malta. Does the draw play much into this, Jared? Australia performing second last, is that going to help or hinder us?
1: I think help... Um, I do think that that end part of the draw though is really stacked. I think if you take out kind of Serbia in twenty third, the fact you've got Azerbaijan, France, Italy, Switzerland, Australia, Spain. Um, I mean, I think it's great to be towards the end, but I think being kind of sandwiched between Switzerland and Spain isn't the best draw um, for Kate. But I still think that late in the running order is de- is definitely a positive um, rather than kind of early on. Alex, your your
0: take on the draw.
1: Um, it's going to be much easier to watch the second half
2: than it is the first half at five a.m. I'm going <laughs> to I'm going to agree with that. Uh, I think the second half really is a much more exciting part of the draw. As Jared said, that last few is going to be fantastic. I think to have all those ones in a row really that are really contending. Um, apparently, the stats say something like thirty percent win from the first half. So um, it's going to be trickier for the Netherlands. But I think the one thing is it's so different it'll hopefully stand out from the performances around it for them um so yeah i think for us it's a good draw i think going late seems to work for a lot of other ones so i think that's where a lot of the bolters come from
0: it is the latest that we've ever gone uh we were 16th last year performed 16th 14th in 2017 we performed 13th in 2016 and 12th so we've always really been in the middle so 12th 13th 14th 16th (laughs) Um, so, seems to be a little bit of an order there that's going on. Uh, Alright, my favourite part of the uh, the episode and maybe of all of uh three episodes that we do every year for Eurovision is the predictions one. I will say, our predictions leading into this um, were very, very close, actually. Um, so, that was quite interesting. I got 17. I was very surprised that I managed to only get three wrong. Uh, Jared, you got 16, and Alex, you got 15, so um, always bet on San Marino, kids. That's what uh, elevates you above, but not on Finland Uh, because that also backfired. So as always, we'll go through this in alphabetical order in terms of the countries that are performing in the final, and basically, if you're listening at home and wondering what we're going to do, we're just going to give a prediction uh, where we think they're going to finish in the final, and how we score points is that whoever gets closest will get a point, and if you get it spot on, the exact prediction, the exact finishing position, you will get two points, which then adds on to our tally from the semi-finals. So... Let's start with Albania. I'm going to start with you, Alex. Where do you think Albania are going to finish in the final? I have Albania in 22nd. Ooh, so do I, you little copycat. Uh, Jared, where is Albania going to finish? 23rd. Oh, all right. There we go. Okay. Straight on to Australia. Not even a time to breathe. Let's go with you, Jared. I have put Australia seventh. Seventh? Ooh, okay. Alex. I have gone Australia fourth. Okay, well, this is where perhaps I lose my credibility because it's about time, kids. It's been five years. We are going to win Eurovision this year. I've put it, I've called it right now. Kate Milaheke is Eurovision champion. I'm probably dumb. Well, I already am. But I predicted San Marino to make the final, and they did. So <laughs> I've made. I've got one of my two bold predictions between San Marino and Finland made it. So I'm trying for this one. So yeah, I, I think Australia will win. I'm calling it right now. Again, I said last year that Jess Malboy had the best chance for Australia ever winning and she didn't even make the top 20. So uh, <laughs> that's going to backfire me or do very well in two days. <laughs> Anticlimax. climax my, my, my winner's pick's already out on the table. Anyway, all right. Azerbaijan. Um, Jared, where's Azerbaijan finishing?
1: Uh, Eighth.
0: Uh, Alex? Twelfth. I've got them in 9th, so a bit close there. Uh, Belarus, I'll go first. I'll say they're going to finish in 20th. Alex, where do you think Belarus will finish? I've got them 18th. Jared? 17th. I like how like we're all very close with our predictions. It works well. Uh, Cyprus, Alex? Uh, 15th. Jared? 10th. I have them at 13th. Uh, Czech Republic, I'll say that they will finish in 18th. Jared? 15th. Alex? I've gone 13th. 13th. Cool. Denmark. I feel we're just not talked about Denmark at all in the last two episodes, but whatever. Right. <laughs> Alex, Denmark. Which one? Oh, that's what, yeah,
2: Love is Forever, yeah. Very corny. 16th. Um,
0: they need to bring back more Australian singers like they did a few years ago. Uh, Jared? Yeah, I don't think the big chair is going to do them any favours. So I've said uh, 21st. 21st. Yep, I've got 21st as well. Estonia, I've got 17th. Jared?
1: Uh,
0: 18th. Alex? I too have 17th. Oh, look at this. (laughs) We've all copied off each other. Le Français, one of our big five that we actually haven't really seen of. Uh, Alex, where are the French finishing? I've got the French finishing 8th. Jared? I think this is a little bit overrated, so I've put them in 14th. Ah, I agree with you. I've got them in 11th, though, so, um, yeah, middle of the pack. All right, the Germans. I love me and Germany, uh, one of my favourite countries in the world. Uh, I, I love everything to do with them, except for this year's Eurovision song. <laughs> Alex, where's Germany finishing? I have Germany in 24.
1: Oh, Jared. Dead last, 26th.
0: Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> they are dead last Poor Germany Get get your sisters Go home um, The Greeks Greece uh, Jared uh, 16th Alex 14th Yep I'm with you there Alex I've got them at 14th as well uh, Iceland, my, my prediction to win from a couple of days ago. still love this song. And the performance was amazing. BDSM, fireworks, so good. I've got them third. <laughs> if, I, if I I would love to see them win. Like, if Australia doesn't win, my personal favourite to win will be Iceland. A, because it's an amazing song. And B, I'd love to have Eurovision go to Iceland next year. That would be incredible. Um, Alex, where's Iceland finishing?
2: Don't get me wrong. I freaking love them to finish top three. I have them in 11.
1: Oh, poor Iceland. Jared. I've got a lot more faith. I've put them in second. Ah, oh, yes,
0: fantastic. Uh, Israel. Uh, <laughs> let's be honest; they're there with like Montenegro, Germany. One of the worst songs. It's it came on my shuffle last night. I'm like, what is this song? And I'm like, oh, it's Israel's Eurovision song. Uh, 24th for me, uh, Jared. Yeah, 24th, Alex. I I went dead last for this one. Oh. <laughs> Two in a row for the host finishing last. Italy. Uh, again, they're always up there and thereabouts. Uh, it's a good song. I like this song. Uh, Alex, where are the Italians finishing? I believe Italy will finish second. Oh, I'd like to see that. Good on, Italy. Um, Jared? Uh, sixth. I've got them fifth, so I think they'll do well again. Uh, let's move to Malta. I've got Malta as 12th. Jared? Ninth. Alex? Also ninth. Ah. Love it. Uh, the Dutch. All right, here we go. Uh, I will just say, I've got them second. I, I still think they'll they will do very well. Runner's is up for the Netherlands. And plus, if my stupid prediction of Australia winning backfires, at least I can get something remotely close, even though you two are probably no doubt going to pick it as a winner. Or are you? Uh, Jared, uh, the Dutch. <laughs> uh, yeah, first. Ah, oh, bugger. Alex. Yes, I have
2: picked them first, but I've never picked the winner successfully on this on this before. So, uh, fingers crossed it helps.
0: That's, that's true. There we that's go. True. All right. So, uh, either one, you might be wrong again, and it could work well for me. I don't know. Uh, North Macedonia. I've got them at 15th. Jared? 12th. Alex? I've gone 20th. Oh, a bit of a fall down for the North Macedonians. Norway, great song. Uh, great people. Uh, Alex, let's go with you first. I've put them sixth. This is hopefully my bolter in the final. <laughs> it's in my head right now. It's just one of these ones you look at the name of the song and it gets stuck in your head straight away. Uh, Jared? I've put them 11th, but I hope that they finish top 10 because they deserve it. I agree. Um, and then we're going to go all the way down to Russia. Our man Sergei. Um, Alex, Sergei, where's he going to go this year? 10th, uh, I've got him as. Jared? 20th. Oh, wow. Big drop Wow. There you go. That's a big drop. Any particular reason? Just not on the Russian train?
1: Oh sorry, I Russia. I thought you said San Marino. Oh I have Russia in fourth. Oh, I was about to I was about to say that's it's <laughs> a lot of hate for Russia. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Lucky I double checked that one. Um I've got in seventh. So nice middle spread there. Now San Marino. So you said twentieth for San Marino. Twentieth, yeah. Alex. I've got them in 25th. I've got them 23rd. I don't have my faith in the final. I really do hope that if Australia wins, that they pick San Marino to host it next year. <laughs> it's the only way they're ever going to host Them or the UK. Um, Serbia, I say 16th. Jared? Uh, 19th. Alex? Uh, yes, 19th. Beautiful. Uh, Slovenia, uh, Alex? Uh, 21st. Jared? 22nd. I've got them at 19th. Spain. I've got them at 8th, uh, which I think would be the highest they've finished in a long time. Jared. A 13th. Alex. I've got them 7th. 7th, all right. into our final three countries, Sweden, the perennial uh, lovers of Eurovision. Uh, Alex, where are the Swedes going to finish this year? Uh, they'll finish 5th. And, Jared, where will the Swedes finish? They will finish 5th. <laughs> They will finish fourth, according to me. Uh, Switzerland, uh, the country that Mallory thinks is the same as the one I just mentioned. I've got them finishing sixth. Jared, where are the Swiss finishing? Uh, Third. And Alex? I can care. Third. And our lovable losers of the United Kingdom, who I was so tempted (laughs) to still put last, because they deserve to be there. Uh, I've got them runners-up to be last.
1: Uh, 25th for me. (laughs) Jared? I agree. 25th. Alex? Which is more than they deserve. I, I have a tiny bit more faith. Twenty third.
0: You know, one of these years they're going to win it, and we're going to be blown away. <laughs> they,
1: they I will say, year. I yep. will say, the
0: United Kingdom will win a Soccer World Cup before they win Eurovision again. Um, England will win that. Alex, you got to be on that bandwagon as a football fan, surely.
2: I mean, I'd love that, but I feel like in Eurovision, it just takes one fluky entry and you can change everything. <laughs> True. So, I, I, I'm waiting for
0: something where they suddenly get their shit together. <laughs> uh, just before we wrap it all up, just a couple of things. Uh, just quickly, the hosts, I didn't really bring them up at the beginning. Uh, you guys, uh, Alex, any thoughts on their hosts this year? I mean, it's just, it's to me, typical Eurovision banter with a bit of funniness in between. Um. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Do we have any much to add on these guys, girls, guys, and girls? I should say. Um,
2: I still think four hosts seems like way too many hosts. Like it just seems like they're all kind of taking lines off each other a lot of the time. Um, and th- there was a couple of times. A few of the guys. There was one point where I can't remember the context, but he spins to me. Be He's like, "Because I love my country," and I'm like, "Well, that sounded a bit kind of <laughs> scarily like, <laughs> like brainwashy." <laughs> but um. And I think there was one point where the I don't know his name, but the one with the glasses Was like doing a cross and he had the crowd right behind him And he was just super awkward when he was interacting with the crowd Like just more than normal But I don't, I don't know Like their hosts, I guess Like they do what they're supposed to do Yeah, Jared
1: Yeah, I think glasses guy is like grumpy grandpa and He has to like get everybody <laughs> in line He does all like the boring bits Um, Does like the voting is just always for the random bits of like, do you want to get back to the competition? It's like, well, obviously we don't want to listen to you talk. Um, (laughs) Yeah, He's awkward and just has like no humor and is just the like boring parent at the party
0: does SBS even have four hosts if we win it to to send over next year like I I couldn't see who that would be Um, other just a few little things uh, Madonna has officially been confirmed apparently there was a few little uh, minor mishaps in the lead up to her signing a contract or something like that but apparently she's all been confirmed (laughs) remember that Nadev is going to be performing Golden Boy people so you got to watch it from the beginning (laughs) all right you have to watch it from the beginning to see that Um, and I just actually want to send a little shout out we always seem to market ourselves for a few years as Australia's only eurovision podcast because for a while i think we were there but discovered another one aussie vision exists um they started following us on twitter and uh they have substantially more followers than we do more like you know 20 times the followers as we do so good on them um but i just want to give them a shout out i feel like it needs to be the other way around so they give us a shout out so we get more followers but um hey look you've got to start somewhere but uh we will be of course coming back to you for a wrap-up episode going over how it all went going over our predictions. And uh, that will be sometime within 24 hours of the finale. We don't know yet. Um, We will discuss that very, very shortly. But uh, let us know what you think. Of course, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Use the hashtag EurozVision if you're going to be watching it live, getting up nice and early at 5 a.m. Of course, if you're listening in Australia, 7 a.m. for me in New Zealand, so it's a little bit easier for me uh, or wherever you're listening. Jared, uh, I always like to ask this question. You got anything planned just getting up and watching it by yourself? You got some friends coming over? Anything exciting this year to watch it?
1: Nothing planned this year, um, just that 5am wake up call and then, um, yeah, taking over the lounge room probably to just watch it until it finishes. Alex, what about you? Got anything planned?
2: No, about the same. I'm waiting for the year we decide we're going to do our own Miff and Joel and just commentate the entire oh. thing.
0: Yes, it'll happen. We will definitely do it one year. Cause I, one year, I think it will be a lot of fun to do. But, uh, yeah, let us know how you're going to be watching it. Send us in some photos if you're having a Eurovision party or anything along those lines. Uh, because, yeah, we want to share the love out there and see how it's all playing out. But thanks for tuning in to Euros Vision as we get very, very excited to go into final 2019. Will it be Kate? Will Australia win it? Will it be the Dutch? Will it be the Swiss? Who will it be? Will it be San Marino? Probably not, but we're going to play that song to close it out today anyway. Jared, always a pleasure, mate. Thank you for joining us. Okay, it's been fun. And Alex, always a pleasure too. Thank you for joining us as well. Thanks, Ben. We will speak to you very shortly here on Eurovision. Enjoy the final, and good night. We can all go crazy. na, na, na. And is na, na, na. There's a light for you that
1: waits. It's na, na, na.
0: So send up na-na-na Be a hero, be the
1: rainbow And sing na-na-na Say na-na-na